Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technisha. A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technisha. Good afternoon, everyone. Today is May the 10th, 2014, and you're tuning into another episode of The Bright Side with Technisha. And I'm so glad that we are here today on this wonderful day, even though we're getting rain today in Atlanta. But tomorrow is supposed to be about 80 degrees for mothers out there. So I hope everyone enjoyed their Mother's Day and enjoy it. Spend that time with your loved ones because we never know when the last time might be that last day time or second hour that you have with that person. So spend all that time with your mother. Even if it's not a mother, if it's an auntie, someone who raised you, spend that time as much as you can with that person. Today I will be on the air with Miss Ebony Canyon. She is a survivor of so much. You know, sometimes we think we've been through the trials and the tribulations. We It's all about us. But I'm here to tell you there are others out there who actually have been through so much more than you, and we don't want to take that time to look at all that. But I... But here with Ebony, she has a book out called Left for Dead, and I'm going to turn over to Ebony so she could give you a little bit more on her background. Good afternoon, Ebony. How are you? I am absolutely blessed. Thanks so much for having me on your show. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm glad that you were able to come on. The more I kept reading into your story, the more I wanted to shed tears. And that's one thing I always learned is being a reporter, you're not supposed to shed tears, but it's hard. It's really hard when you get emotional like this. Right, right. So, Ebony, first off, let's talk about the book, Left for Dead. Tell us, what, what is that all about? Um, well, um, just almost um, two years ago, I was um, actually involved um, in a situation where I was actually uh, stuck by a car and um, the female actually hit me on purpose, and um, she ended up hitting me head on and dragging me um, for almost 200 feet with my body um, actually folded up up under this car. And, um, you know, once the female turned the corner, my body was um, released from up under the car, and um, I suffered several, several injuries. I wasn't expected to live. I was actually in the, um, in the hospital for four months, and I was in a coma for almost two months. Um, but I wasn't expected to live, but by the grace of God, I'm, I'm here, and I'm able to tell my story. And not only this night was I, um, did I feel as if, you know, I was left for dead. I was actually involved in other situations in my life, um, such as molestation, uh, rape, and domestic violence. And I just decided to go ahead and take my whole my whole life and that story of that night and put it in the book and hope to um, inspire and motivate and encourage people. Now, during the time that before the incident happened, there was an altercation. What was that all about? Well, actually, um, when we, we got ended up getting to my sister's house, it was maybe about 2 o'clock in the morning, and when we got there, we didn't know, you know, who was in the car or who was even in the driveway because the females actually refused to get out of my sister's driveway, and, you know, we weren't expecting anyone. But um, we finally got the females to get out of the driveway, but instead of them leaving, they actually... Um, pulled across the street and once they got out of the car words were exchanged and my sister realized she actually knew one of the females and mm-hmm. um you know i was just trying to keep the peace during this and and a fight broke out and and you know the females ended up getting in their car and hitting me after the fight broke out you see that that's cool because i say plain is not always the answer we got to stop this we want to jump on each other and that's not the way we do it. That's why my dog's the same thing. Fighting is not the answer. But I do want you to protect yourself. You don't let somebody just beat you up. Um, right. You know, well, I never was the kind of fight. My mother didn't raise me that way. She always raised me to get my education. That was it. And I used to be mad because I was like, can I go to school with these girls and these bullies? And they be trying me and you don't want me to learn how to fight. That's not right. But in, in the end, you... You may feel like you want, you may feel like you lost in the beginning, but actually you won. Yes, mm-hmm. you won. Right, that's, exactly. That's true. Unhappy. They're going to grow up to be unhappy. The ones who want to always 
want to pick on you all the time. They are very unhappy people. Right. There's something going on within themselves and within their life, you know, that's causing them to act out that type of way. Right. So, Emily, what was, what was life like before the incident happened on June 29th? Um, I was actually, um, I'm a widow of, widow of four, so it was, my husband was actually um, killed by a car, you know, which is, is a crazy thing. He was actually a passenger um, in the car when the car struck a pole, and he died, you know, on impact. So prior to this, it was just myself and my children. You know, I was going to school um, for business administration online, and I was just basically, you know, just trying to trying to live a life with my kids. You know, basically that was it. I was doing what I had to do in, in order to get by, you know, to provide for my children, and we were living, we were living, you know, basically, if you want to say a normal life at this point, you know, right before I was hit by the car anyway. So within that instance, on June the 30th, when did life change for you so immediately? Was there any thoughts or anything that life flashed before your eyes when all that went down? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, right before I was hit by, you know, the car, it was a, you know, a quick flash of, you know, all the things that I had been through in my life, you know, such as, you know, like I said, the being raped and molested and uh, being in a domestic violence situation, you know, all those things, you know, flashed before my, my eyes, you know, right before I was hit by the car. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I tell you, that, that, that was tragic. I don't know. Oh, I don't know what my state of mind would have been right then and there. Were you able to even forgive these young ladies? You know what? Uh, from from the beginning, you know, I, I wasn't. You know, I won't. I won't lie to you. I wasn't at all. But there, there came a point where my son, you know, he spoke into me, and and my cousin, he he's the type of person, you know, who who was always angry with life himself, and he forgave them. And I realized, you know, that this is something that. I absolutely have to do, you know, I, I'm forgiven all the time by God himself, you know, so who am I not to forgive, you know? And then I also had to think that, like I said, there's something that had to go wrong within her life and within herself for her to be able to run somebody over with a car, you know, the people who there's nothing wrong with, you know, you just don't do things like that, you know? So I had to, to figure, I figured that, you know, there had to be something wrong. And I just, now I just pray for her and I just really hope that she's found God, you know, because if she hasn't, you know, things, what goes around comes around, you know. I just pray that, you know, she really found God and, and she's asked for forgiveness for what she's done. Right, I hope so, too. That was just basically two words to put it together, low down. That was low right. down. Right. You're going to actually I'm assuming that she was a grown woman. Yeah, she, at the time she was uh, 28 and I was turning 34 at the time. See, no, no, you you knew exactly what you were doing at that time, honey. There are no excuses right. for that boy that she did. You wrong. You just wrong. Wrong is wrong. Right. Wrong. When you when you went to court, were were there any charges brought up against her or any of the people who were involved? Well, I, you know, I actually thought that, you know, maybe the whole car would be charged, you know, just because, like I said, my sister ended up knowing, you know, one of the females that was in the car, and this female knew that this was my sister's house, the driveway that they were in. So, you know, at least her for bringing the girls over there, you know, I thought something would be brought up against her, but they actually ended up charging the driver, and they charged her with um, aggravated vehicular uh, assault, and she actually only got five years, five years probation for, for running me over that night. Boy, yeah, I was, I was yeah. completely shocked. I was completely shocked that no, no jail time was given. And you know, I cried my tears that day. But I had to realize, you know, I can't, I can't hold on to this. I gotta let it go, and I gotta take all this anger and bitterness and use it to fight to recover. And that's that's just what I've been doing. I've been, I've been fighting like crazy to recover. I'm still recovering, but it's I'm processing. So I mean, you know, I'm moving forward. So I'm, I'm good with that, and thanking God for that. Well, now how is life for for you now that you're going through this step by step recovery? It's it's definitely a, a, a total wake up call. You know, I, I see things totally, totally different. I appreciate so many things in, in life now. I, you know, appreciate being able like I said, to stub stubbing my toe prior to this, you know, was something that hurt. But now since I can't feel my toes, you know, I wish I could. So so many things I, I appreciate so so much more. I, I I have a new set of eyes and ears and and, and even a new heart, you know, so I'm just, I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward with life and just thanking God that I'm still here, no matter 
my condition or, you know, as far as my recovery, no matter what it is, I'm just thanking God that I'm still here. I'm um, I'm actually walking with the cane now, but when I first woke up, I couldn't feel from my neck down. So just to be able to walk with the cane is a blessing. You know, I went from a wheelchair to a walker to a cane, and one day I'm going to put this cane down and, and I'll be walking, you know, by myself. I have faith in that. Right. Now, you know, they say it's some, it's things you could do to let just go of that anger. Did you, did you scream into your pillow? Did you, did you even write a letter to her, letting her well, know? You know what? I, right. You know, I thought about that. I definitely thought about that, but I'm not sure, you know, of the contact. You know, she's not supposed to contact me if I'm not supposed to contact her. I'm not sure. So I thought of that, and I even thought about, you know, maybe even sending her a book to let her know, you know, this is the person, you know, who you ran over. You know, this it wasn't just some female. Not to say that it was just some female that would have deserved it, but, you know, I had been through so much prior to this thing. You know, you could have really, you know, really put me down, and I could have tried to take my life, you know, been suicidal over this. But I thank God for the strength. But, you know, I, I haven't reached out to her. I really haven't. Okay, so she don't so she don't know that you're doing better, that you're on recovery. But you know, anger is a personal issue for everyone out here, mm-hmm. and, and unfortunately, people can't understand what you all went through. Then obviously, they need some help, basically, because I, I can understand. I haven't been through, but mm-hmm. I can empathize. Mm-hmm. But you, you're in that surrounding. You just gotta surround yourself with positive people, people who are not gonna be shady. Right. And sometimes, but I love I love your situation because you didn't get stuck. Some people right. Stuck, you know, oh, this all happened to me, so I'm not going to try to move forward. But you went on. Yes, this happened. But now I got to step out on faith. What's next? Because we don't mm-hmm. want to stop. We won't stay stuck up in the bed and be stinky. So. Your story does bring. It, it brings tears to my eyes because you are a very strong woman who went through it all, and no one can sit there and say that they know what it's actually like if they haven't been through it. I mean, right. you was literally, you was drugged by this car like an animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I even spoke of that in, in the court because, you know, the female, she was denying it, you know, and she said she didn't even know she hit me. And, I, you know, I told the judge, I said, Your Honor, if we hit a small animal, you know, that's crossing the street, you know, we know that we've hit something, you know. So I, I even spoke about that in, in the court process. Why? You could feel when something heavy up on your car, so there's no way you're not going to tell me that you didn't feel that. You know, mm-hmm. something Right, Ooh, exactly. Make, that making me upset. Like I wish I could have been out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm, I did something. Shanka something for you. I was oh, honey. Yeah, I know. We we all definitely went through it at that moment. Okay, had the whole A team on her. Well, what's what's going on? What you want to do? We're all mine. We'll get you. I don't know why people think because they be from. Oh, I'm from. I'm from Detroit. Okay, I'm like, what? Because you from where? <laughs> but oh, we'll get you in Atlanta. We don't play that now. We're gonna mess yeah. with our Right. So, yeah. What did you actually do to just keep going? To to keep going, not giving up. A lot of prayer, a lot of prayer. I know that the strength that I had is that I have and had is, is from nobody but God. And you know, without Him, I wouldn't be here. So it was a lot, a lot of prayer and, and reflecting. You know, reflecting on my life and you know, just trying to figure out ways to to keep moving and and finding goodness and beauty within myself. You know, that that took a lot right there. You know, because I'm literally um, scarred from here to toe. There's no place that's not scarred in my body besides my nose and my fingertips. You know, so prior to this, I was single, you know, so now it's kind of like, okay, now, God, what am I going to do? Now I'm scarred. You know, nobody's really going to want me. So I went through I went through a lot. I went through a lot of, you know, depression for a minute, and I had to pull myself out of it and realize, you know, there's no need in throwing this pity party. There's nobody going to come. You might as well go ahead and, and celebrate the life that you have. So I just, I went with the, the more, I think the more easier thing is just to, to be happy. You know, it's much more easier just to be happy. Right, no point of just. Keep dozing on it. You you knew how to stand up. At the time that this happened, were there any children around that actually saw this, or your children? 
Well, actually, my nephew. My nephew, he was, uh, at the time, he was 17 years old. And, you know, he was out there. He had broken up the fight. And, you know, he stood there. And because I, I, I was actually across the street from the car, and he was standing, you know, a little ways away from me. And because everybody else was talking, you know, they weren't even paying any attention to what was going on. He was. And, you know, he yelled and told everybody, my auntie, my auntie is up under the car. And he was chasing the car, which the car wasn't even going too fast because my body was actually slowing the car down. But, you know, he was hitting on the hood and saying, stop, stop, my auntie is up under there. And, and they kept on going. Because he must kept on going. And he just watched, you know, he watched his auntie get drugged down the street and come up under that car. Mm-mm-mm. And just for that baby that had to see all that, you know that was a hurt feeling. Do you and him yeah. still talk about you and him still yeah, talk about it. right? Yeah, we we actually we had a we had a couple conversations about it. You know, he because he he's real close. He was kind of like you know my son. We're real close, so you know he lets me know that you know I love you, Auntie, and I'm so happy you made it, and I knew you were gonna survive. You're a strong woman, and he lets me know you know that it did have an impact on him, and you know it's it's he said he's doing good now. So I just thank God that he's doing doing good now. Right, me too. Now also you. You lost your husband uh, in a car accident, too? Right. I sure did. I sure did. Um, He was um, actually a a passenger in the car, and his friend was driving. And um, they were coming home middle of the night also, and they uh, ended up hitting a pole, and he died on impact. And the crazy thing about that is, you know, this was his friend that was driving, and the judge in this situation ended up giving his friend a year in jail you know, not even killing him on purpose, you know. So it was it was, it was, was a, a kind of tricky situation. You know, I'm like, you know, this woman did this on purpose and didn't get any jail time, but you sent my husband's friend to jail for a year, and, you know, he didn't even do it on purpose. So I guess it was probably, you know, the matter of who the judge was and, and things like that. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, dang, that make you want to use all different kind of words in the book for that situation. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It is. During the process of healing, what did you learn? Uh, I learned that life isn't promised to you. You know, I kind of knew this before because, you know, death death has been knocking on my family's door pretty frequently, but I never thought that it would be at my door, you know what I mean, so soon anyway. And um, I learned that, that life isn't promised to you to, to cherish each and every single second that you have and, just, just to love life and make the best out of it, make the absolute best out of out of life, no matter what situation you're in, what's in front of you, what you have to face each day. Just to make, just to make great decisions and enjoy life. Yeah, you do. You got to definitely do that because yeah, life is not promised to you. We don't know how long we're gonna be down here, but every little bit counts. That happiness, you got to have happiness, and I think that's hard for a lot of people. Even whatever situation they're going through, find out that you got counsel. You just feel like you want to just give up. That's so hard, even for most people. What advice would you have for them? Because I know you said you pray and, and keep it a positive people around you that we mentioned, but what other ways can they fight this fight? Uh, I, I would say this, you know, things are going to happen to us in life, that's for sure. You know, they're going to come left and right, left and right. You know, it's, it's okay to cry. You know, it's, that's definitely okay. But the thing is, you have to pick yourself back up. You can't stay down. Once you're knocked down, you absolutely have to pick yourself, you know, back up. It's okay to sit down there for a minute, you know, to dwell and think about, you know, what just happened to you. But you can't stay down there. You absolutely have to pick yourself up, and you can't give up. You can't give up no matter what. No matter what comes your way, you absolutely have to keep on fighting. And then when you can't find the strength to fight, pray for it, you know, and ask more strength to continue to fight. So I would just say, you know, just never give up. No matter what comes your way, never, ever give up. Right. You have to take responsibility. And I know that might sound weird to people, take responsibility, but that it didn't, I didn't do this, somebody else did, but I'm not meaning take responsibility as it's your fault. Because what I'm explaining is I know many times we get angry and we focus mm-hmm. on what someone else did that was wrong, which essentially it gives away our power when we do that. But when you focus mm-hmm. on what you could have done better, you often feel empowered and less bitter. So you got to exactly. put yourself in the offender's shoes. And we all make wow. mistakes. Yes, that, excuse me for saying this, but that helper made a big mistake. And, all, and the odds are 
you could have easily slipped up just like like she did, but compassion dissolves anger, and I think that's what basically you're saying, Ebony, here. Compassion dissolves anger. Of course, you feel angry for a moment. Who wouldn't? That, that right. situation right there is not cool, but at the same time, you can't sit, like you just mentioned earlier, you can't sit back and keep saying, okay, she don't ran me over, so my life is completely over. No, she's going to get hers mm-hmm. in the end. And one thing I like about our God, God does not be through with you. It might take five years, ten years. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. got a day. Oh, help me, she got a day come. It might not even be her who get dressed. It could be somebody giving it to her. It's going to flash back to her, and she's going to remember. So help me, Ebony, mm-hmm. you and her going to end up coming back to the, to, the, to the middle of this crossroad, and you and her going to meet up, and she's going to be the main one telling you, I am sorry, and this happened to me, da 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 But you already going to know it's going to happen. It's, it's going to come to pass. This too shall pass. It's going to come to pass. You got right. everybody got to Everybody has a day down here, regardless if they want to realize it or not. We all have a day coming. That's um, right. That's right. Um, so who who was your inspiration through all this, Ebony? Uh, I'll have to say my probably my number one. Well, besides God, but my my children, they they you know they they spoken to me on days that I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't feel like getting out of the bed or going to therapy or even eating. You know, my children, they were speaking to me and they would let me know basically, you know, watching you and we're depending on you. We need somebody to look up to. You know, you got to get this together. You know, you're leading the pack. So you know, yeah. my children, they <laughs> my children, they they did wonders. They did wonders and they picked me up when I when I thought I couldn't be picked up. So. I'm definitely thankful for these children of mine. They paid attention to some of the things I told them. I tell you that. <laughs> That's my sure. Children are a blessing. They are. They. We might yell at them, but they are our blessing. That's right. Definitely they are. Are and I'm so glad they was able to cope through that with you. Yeah, they hung in there. They hung in there. They had that day. It's awesome, but but they hung in there. They basically, you know, they kind of stopped their life for for a minute, you know, because I I couldn't do anything on my own. So they were trying to take shifts themselves, you know. Okay, you can go outside this day, and we'll stay in with mom, you know. So my my children have done asked some absolutely wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things for me, and I like you said, I thank God for my children. I know that's right, and, and as they said in Psalms. And even Psalms 127, um, verse 3 even states that children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from him. And that's who he sent. Sometimes you never know. Yeah, he sent everybody in a different form. A newborn, that could be Mm -hmm. your blessing, everything. I love our God, Mm -hmm. I do. Yeah, he's he's one of a kind. (laughs) Yes, he is. One of a kind. Um, So... Ebony, why did you want to be so open, though? Because you're on Instagram, Facebook, you got the book out. Yeah, you know, I I knew that there was somebody somewhere, you know, who was going through something similar. May not have been ran over by a car, you know, but they were going through something similar, whether it was self-esteem, whether it was wanting to give up, you know, whatever the case may be. I knew that there was somebody somewhere that my story could help. And I knew that also that I wanted to give God the glory for, you know, for bringing me through this. So I said, you know, let's go ahead and, and let's just make this page and show people how good God is. And at the same time with that, I can show people, you know, that, that this is what can happen if you never give up. You know, if you keep on pushing, then this is what can happen. And, and I end up uh, motivating and inspiring so, so, so many people. And even that right there, you know, it's very therapeutic for me also just to know that I'm helping someone, you know, with my story. You know, I, I um, actually said that. Out of everybody who was out there that night, um, I, I thank God that it happened to me just simply because what I did with it. You know, some people may have balled up from this and, and you know, uh, secluded themselves in the house or whatever. So because of what I did, you know, with the story, I, I just thank God that he chose me to, to take this path and go on this mission for him. Yeah, and I'm... I am. It, it, it's amazing, though, because a lot of people probably wouldn't have been able to do that. But your book gives inspiration, and just knowing, keeping up with you, you feel like you are a part of all this. I feel like I know you, Ebony. 
And that's what I wanted. You know, I wanted to be, you know, your girlfriend next door or your sister or, you know, your mother or something like that. I wanted to, wanted people to know me. I wanted to share everything about me. You know, let's just go ahead and get it all out. You know, so I'm really, really, really glad to hear that. That really touches my heart right there. It, 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 I mean, and it should. You are inspiration for so many out there who are being through the ups and downs because I have another young lady who will be coming on later up in the month. Uh, she's a HIV survivor, and and reading her story, I felt like your story. That you you are courageous women. I even had another guest who went through a car accident herself. Her name is Abigail Rich. Uh, she became a Playboy bunny, an actress, model, but she went through the same thing. It, it, it does. It takes a lot of courage to actually get up every day. Somebody actually have to beat you to get up. Look, you're not going to stay here. We're not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, my, um, I was thinking about the young lady on my job because I'm a waitress, and she was telling me, she said, I just want to give up because she was stressed out because we had got so busy. We got so busy. See, I'm used to when it gets busy. I'm used to running around, um, getting my tapes and stuff, but I guess she wasn't used to that kind of business. And she was like, mm-hmm. I just want to give up. I want to go back doing hair. I'm my own boss, and this is what I told her, because I'm not going to, I played the pity party for so long, because I'm like that, I'm naive, I'm I'm so nice that people run over me, but I told her like this, if at the point that you feel that you can't do this, you need to move on, but at mm-hmm. the same time, don't drop out the race so easily, but one thing right. about it, I'm not one thing about it, and I post it on my Facebook fan page, I'm not going to hold your hand. I'm going to hold your hand only so long. But we're not right. going to Especially if you don't believe in yourself. We're not right. going to do this. Exactly. Yeah, when when someone doesn't believe in yourself, it's not much you can do. It's not much you can do for them. Exactly, and that's how I feel. I love you, but if you feel this is not for you, then you know where the door is at. Right, exactly, exactly. And I'm glad you had true friends. That's for them, too. If they felt like it was just a bit too much to be around you and you can't uplift me, if this is too horrific for you, then move on because I don't need you yeah. for all that. That's right because I definitely lost some friends. And boy, I'm going to call them friends because if they were friends, they would still be around. I'll say I definitely what? lost some associates during this. I, 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 I it woke, woke myself up to the reality of everybody who was there for you before you know, they they weren't there for the right reason. So I, I, I lost a lot of people, but I've gained a lot of people also. So, you know, God's going to wake you up. You know, he's going to put in front of you just who you need and take away just who you don't. So, you know, it's it's a reality check. But, you know, it hurt, of course, at first. But now it's kind of like, okay, you know, well, you know, you're lost. <laughs> you're missing out on this great person over here. Yeah. Well, I made the media and your time of down and out and Oh man, that this that's just wrong because when you and they always say that you know who your true friends are when you get down mm-hmm. to check, don't you? See who mm-hmm. around, y'all. Yeah, that's true. And he probably moved them from your life just for your protection. Right, I don't think they're ready for where I'm going. <laughs> no, they are. They are. Yeah. And I'm glad you want to kind of, you know, we, we end up chasing after these people. Don't chase after them. Sometimes them toxic relationships, they, they become poison and negative. You don't need to chase after them. It, it wasn't him, that's so I'm glad you moved on. Yeah, gonna, that's for sure. Yeah, they weren't going to do nothing but drag you down anyway. You know, I was right, looking online. Right. I was looking online uh one day, and they were saying about these type of people, they either call them talkers, dream killers, obstructionists, um, fremenies, and carrot mm. danglers. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> wow, that's and strong. I, <laughs> and I like the carrot danglers because they said these the people, this person preys on the desperate and usually has the keys to something that's really close to you, money, family, helping you with something in the past. This person uses this to make you feel indebted to them. They dang it as care to hold you hostage while only benefiting themselves. Regardless of how this person can help you, the psychological damage they cause outweighs any benefits they can provide. Avoid them like the plague. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> that's all I can say to that. That's strong. And I know right. somebody like that. <laughs> right. And then I like the I like the Fremenies because the Fremenies are the ones who are your friends but they're your enemies. At the mm-hmm. same time I'm down for you. But at the same time they're trying to stab you in the back. See them the kind of right. Yeah, I'm here for you, Ebony. Yeah, sure you yeah. are. <laughs> yes, you are. You all, you all funny, yeah. Don't push me on down the steps, yeah. Yeah, you all funny. Can't even go to you, ask you for a dollar. But you up in my face. You all up in my face. Oh, I got to go, Evan. I can't be here now for you, girl. I'm busy. No, you weren't busy long. We were calling. Now I get it. I get all busy. But that's all right, Evan. Evan is showing you. She uncreated her book. She out there doing things. She on Instagram, Twitter, honey, find her. Look for her because she down. Yeah. That's right. Did you or any of your other family members ever go to counseling for this? I did a little counseling when I was in the hospital, um, maybe for about a month. A month when I was in the hospital, I did a little counseling. But my family, they actually haven't, you know, been to any counseling. So far, I mean, as far as I know, you know, they're doing okay. But you know how everybody, you know, kind of hides things, you know, when they aren't doing okay. But, you know, that's that's about it. Nobody has been to counseling but me. Okay. And that actually helps. People think you need to go just because of being crazy or something like that. But that actually helps you. you got to talk about it mm-hmm. instead of having it bound up. It hurts, you. it hurts to keep it bound up. Right, that's the truth. uh, Like I said, that's why this is so therapeutic for me, just to to get things out on a daily basis. You know, I speak most of the things that I post, you know, I'm speaking from my heart and something I'm going through, something I've been through, or, you know, something of that nature. So it's definitely therapeutic to get it out. Right. Now, besides your book, you also have shirts out that I checked out, and I really, I love those because you got to abbreviate it for a scar, strong, Mm -hmm. correct. Courageous and remarkable survivor, and that's pretty cool. That's what scars are. It's a remarkable survivor. You you survive those scars, that bruise that you got on your elbow, that bruise on your eye. You survived all that. So I do. I love. Yeah. Thank are you. Thanks so much. Are they still going on sale now? Yeah, I'm actually uh, still selling the T-shirts. I'm hoping, you know, maybe to get the T-shirts and gift shops, you know, things like that. I think in the hospital gift shop. So I think that would be a great thing to, to bring to somebody, you know, who's in the hospital who may be down, you know, just woke up and had scars, you know. So I'm just hoping and praying that God does, you know, some big things with, with, with my T-shirts. So I'm just waiting on it. <laughs> right, right. So where can we go to get your shirts and, and your book? Uh, well, you can uh, actually purchase my book. Uh, it's available on uh, Nook, Kindle, iBook, Kobo, and then you can also purchase it on Amazon. And then um, the T-shirts, you can purchase the T-shirts at uh, www.survivalstorytees.bigcartel.com. And um, Insta. If we want to follow you, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Oh, I was saying, Evan, I think on one of them you got a lot of followers on it. I don't think nobody can follow you anymore on that one. I think it's Twitter or Instagram. That's uh, uh, Facebook. And I actually just created right. a like page where everybody can get on get on the like page. That's Survival Story. But like you said, I do have the one Facebook page that's uh, full. And then on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter, I'm survival underscore story, and those pages are open. Okay, awesome. So, Evan, are you planning on doing any more books in regards to your situation, maybe like a follow-up book about how you're doing now? Yeah, actually, I'm um, getting ready to start uh, putting together a book uh, titled Left to Live. You know, I have Left to Left for Dead. And I'm thinking about putting together, you know, a book title, Left to Live. Now that I'm alive, let me talk about all the goodness that I'm going through right now. So I'm working on that. Okay. I can't wait for that to come out. I can't. You are you are an inspiration. This is, this is viral. Have you heard from anybody else in other countries, or have your story went that viral? 
Yeah, I actually uh, did an interview in the U.K. Maybe about a month ago I did a, a radio interview in the U.K. So it's, it's doing good. It's doing good. God is sending it around the world like I asked him to. Oh, wow. See, God just does so much. And I was reading a little statement on Twitter. It wasn't in regards to this, but it made me think about everything. God can restore years of lost things that should have been yours with one good break. Mm. And that's what I feel he done for you. You felt like you lost everything, but you came back strong, ten times mm-hmm. strong. Yeah, that's the honest to God true. So, Ebony, any, any new love in your life? Well, uh, right now I'm just kind of focusing on my recovery. I'm I'm single right now. You know, once once things get moving along, I believe that God is going to send somebody somebody you know my way that can handle all this different I have over here. <laughs> you know, so I'm just patiently waiting. I know it's coming. Right, He's going to send somebody who's going to love you for you. Because I know probably yeah. in your mind when you went through that, you probably thinking you probably had the thought that. I'm not going to be able to get somebody just because of those scars. Because I know we all thought about mm-hmm. it. I've thought about it. I said, if I ever end up in an accident, because my mind just goes everywhere. If I end up in an accident, mm-hmm. I'm up. Will people still like me? How am I going to look? Yeah. Uh, my, you know, it does. It goes through your mind, especially for a woman. Because we right, have so much right. to think about. So, yeah, I can imagine that going through your mind. Oh, I'm I'm ugly, but you're a beautiful woman inside yeah. and out, isn't it? You yeah, are, I, I definitely thought about that. I definitely thought about that. That was probably one of my when I first saw my face in the hospital. You know, I was I was like, oh God, why? You know, goodness gracious, come on now. You know, I went through it bad. Like I am so ugly. You know, I went through it really, really bad. But I, I pulled out of it. <laughs> Thank God, I pulled out of it. Right. Thank God, because that's the only one who can help us through our situation. Ebony, right. what else would you like to tell the people out there that that you might didn't get a chance to do just now? Uh, I guess I have to say one one more thing. I probably say to people is uh, be be very slow to judge people. You know, because you you have no idea why that person looks different. You have no idea what they've been through and what they've overcome. So I, I would definitely have to say just be very, very slow to judge people and, and know that there's some type of struggle, you know, that that person is going through daily or has overcome. So I think that's probably my biggest thing, just to just to be slow to, to judge people. Because, of course, you know, I get the stares or whatever, but now I, I wave back and I'm I, I'm greeting people and it's, hi, how you doing, when, you know, when I'm staring at this, would you like to know my story, you know? So if you see me out and about, feel free to ask me about my story because I'm ready to tell it. <laughs> I know that. Because that only makes you stronger. You giving your story, it makes another person strong. It keeps you strong, Ebony. It's keeping you uplifted so you don't have to lay down there and be dead. And that's been a positive role model for your children, showing them, Mommy, got this. You you showing them, I'm not giving up. You all came too far, Ebony, and I'm proud of you. I am. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm just over here just smiling. <laughs> I am, too, and I did want to shed some tears earlier because, I mean, this story touches you. And if you don't feel it, then you got a cold heart. And as my co-worker mm. tell me, you just slow down. You you slow yeah. down. Yeah. Well, Evan, I just want to say uh, I thank you for being on my show today and giving us your inspirational story. No problem. I really thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're so well. Oh, happy Mother's Day to you, too, Abby. You enjoy your day. Thank you, and the same to you. You're welcome. God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. My listeners out there, I hope that we have touched your heart in so many ways, and I hope you stand up and fight the fight if you're going through a struggle. I'm here to tell you, God has not forsaken you today. He is here with you. You just have to believe. Let him come into your life and into your heart and listen to him. We will do this for you. Please go out and get Ebony's book today. Please follow her up on Instagram and Twitter and get her book because this will help you cope. If you know somebody who's going through that struggle, please help them through it today. We all fall down, but we got to learn how to get back up. Oh, we fall down. 
we get back up again. We fall down. We fall down sometimes, but we get back up again. Yes, we do that. We rise back up again for the
in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. I hope everyone is inspired. I appreciate you for staying tuned to me on the Bright Side with Technician on Blog Talk Radio. And if you have any inspirational stories out there, please don't hesitate to hit me up on my Facebook fan page or even at Twitter at TDay60. As the statement was posted up on Twitter, without dreams, we reach nothing. Without love, we feel nothing. And without God, we are nothing. And that is the best statement that you can get for today, and I hope you're getting your dose of medicine on this show. So please do not even be afraid. If you want to call in right now at 347-426-3751, please do so, because I am always here to listen to you, and that's what it's all about. But we still got some more time on the clock. We're not done just yet. We are just beginning. Glory to 
All right. Glory to the Lamb. Glory, glory, glory. That's what it's all about, giving you love and praise today. Because we are so inspired, especially after listening to Ebony Canyon's story. That has me so amped up, and I'm, I'm loving every bit of it. Oh, good news if all my Burger King lovers. Burger King offers burgers during breakfast hours now. So if you're in the mood for a juicy burger, you better head on down to Burger King and get your grub on. Um, this story with the Nigerian children being kidnapped is just really an ongoing thing right now, and, and Michelle Obama is very upset about it. And I don't blame anybody for not wanting to be upset about it. This is just getting ridiculous. That's why I said if you really can't feel the emotions across seas, then you just don't have that heart because this stuff is really serious. We have whatever goes on in another country definitely affects us in so many ways. And it's just getting ridiculous now. We we gotta start we we gotta start caring and really get involved with what's going on around us because this is no joke. It, it, I mean, we to me it might not be our family over there. It might not be who you want to be over in these other countries, but we gotta start sh- standing up and joining this fight. Like the gospel songs tell us, we got to be a soldier for Jesus. And the first lady calls the kidnapping of scores of Nigerian schoolgirls an unconceptual and unchabonable act, excuse me, carried out by a terrorist group determined to keep the girls from getting an education. And when someone takes you right away from getting an education, it makes me think about slavery. At that time, we weren't able to do all those things. We, You got your hands cut off if you tried to even learn how to read or write. So this really hits home, and I hope more and more of us can get involved. And I will try to find ways to get involved, too, if they even ask me, because this is where becoming, it's becoming serious now. It is. It's no joke, people. Let's open up our hearts. Let's open up our mind today and our eyes. Let's stop worrying about the little things. Oh, somebody didn't give me a birthday present. So what? Those little things are irrelevant. There are bigger things around you. Let's stop thinking about ourselves. And let's start thinking about others. That's the message I want to give to you today. Worry about others. Take a little time out to care for others. Before I leave you, I'm going to hit you with another gospel tune. And then I guess I could say my goodbye. And I will see you definitely tomorrow at noon. For those of you that think that gospel music has gone too far, you think we've gotten too radical with our message. Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Glory, glory! Woo! <laughs> you better put them hands together and act like you know up in here. Cheap Hands together and have a 
Cause the devil is alive Because he's a messiah But it's another level Come on uh, So I can't help that When I think about the goodness And the fullness of God Make me thankful Pity the hateful I'm grateful The Lord brought me through this far Trying to be cute When I praise the great Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless.